y'all yeah i cut it short because we got things to talk about how y'all feeling i do what i want to do we got things to talk about we bless him for the good um uh intro but we got stuff to talk about how y'all feeling out there because i got some stuff that we gonna we gonna really get into on this great evening how y'all feeling i'm all right i can't complain how about you Gil? <laughs> it has been a long day but you here. Of, yeah, I come out of one meeting and automatically just click the link to hop on. So it's been a day. You know, it definitely has. It, you know what? It has been a thus far week. Okay? Yeah. Okay? It, it has definitely been a week. Okay? What in the world is going on here? Oh. Um... Okay, anybody that's inboxing me, um, I will respond to you. I don't want y'all to think I'm ignoring you at all. I'm not ignoring. I will respond when I'm done with what I'm doing over here on the Muzzlers or podcast. Listen, let's get into some things. First thing I want to talk about, because we got a few different things I'm going to talk about, because y'all have been really irking my whole good nerve um, for at least probably the past week or two, probably longer, but it's really been uh, prevalent the past week or two on a good social media. And I have felt like I have had, I have had to wake up and choose violence. Okay. <laughs> I oh have, man. Yeah. And I, I have really felt like y'all have really caused me to like shake the room up. And they, a lot of time I try not to do that for the simple fact that I personally don't care what anybody really and truly believes. I don't necessarily care um, about other people's opinions and all this other extra stuff. However, um, as of lately, I have cared a lot more um, than what I have actually wanted to care. But you know what? It births out content for the Muzzles of Podcast. So I thank y'all for actually getting on my nerves for the last probably week or two. Number one. One of the things that got on my nerve was everybody sitting up here trying to act like y'all about to recite Sierra's prayer. <laughs> okay. That got on my nerve for the simple fact that, and, and, and you want to know what else got on my nerve? Those of you who got on social media calling her a witch. Don't, don't blow your breath out. Because the people have done a lot. 
Y'all have done a lot. And everybody that was running around here, y'all talking about, I'm going to do Sierra's prayer because I'm going to get me a man. I'm Listen here. Let, let's start here with one thing with, when it comes down to Sierra's prayer. Number one, it starts off with Sierra's prayer. <laughs> it, it's hers, right. It's her prayer. Taylor made that she thought of because she went through something and she said, I am going to try something different. So I need to go before the Lord for whom myself and I, me, not me, me, but me, her need to come up with something that I can speak directly to the Lord for my prayer so that I can manifest something different over my life. Why? In the world, don't y'all do the same for yourself and call it your prayer. That's all I want to know. I have a question. What? What? What are the words to this so-called prayer that that, that brands her a witch? Let me tell you something. I don't know what the heck <sighs> these little fake prophets running around here calling people witches about. Nothing in that prayer was witchcraft. Now, supposedly, I've never seen it because I don't pay that much attention to celebrities. But supposedly, um, Summer Walker has 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 admittedly said she's a witch. Any of y'all seen it? I don't know. I don't be paying any any. If any one of y'all that's actually watching or whatever, if you if you have seen that that directly from Summer Walker's mouth. I am not talking about chopped and screwed videos of TikTok. I am not talking about chopped and screwed videos off of YouTube. I am actually saying if you actually have something where Summer Walker said she is a witch, send it to me. I have never seen it. Personally, I don't even care if she did or she didn't say it. And it, you know, and what kills me is this, yo. When we begin to talk about that stuff, again, you know, if we do not have a working understanding of that world, shut your mouth until you learn until you learn something about it before you make judgments. And it's like, yo, and the truth of the matter is, that's really none of our business. It's really none of our I business. I was about to say you, that you can be. Whatever your heart's desire, as long as you ain't hurting and long as you ain't destroying and messing up people's lives, be be what you want to be. Go for it. Go for it. You know what? This is why Google you is so great. Twitter called Summer Walker a witch. Summer Walker has never come out and said that she is a witch. It's something about a garden and Twitter back in 2019 went on a rampage calling her a witch. So this is what we do now. It's crazy, yo. But this is what we do now. Yeah. Yeah. No, but this is what we've always done. This is, this is exactly how the Salem witch hunts was happening. This is, this is, the, the blueprint never changes. It always sticks to the blueprint. And because 
the powers that be, whoever they may be, understand that they already know how to pattern everything to make us fight each other, to make us hate each other, to make us divide our own selves from our brothers and sisters. I'm like, come on, man, yo. Just... Summer Walker posted a picture of an altar that she made. It has a bunch of different candles, a bunch of different stuff around here, whatever the case may be. And immediately, people began to call her a witch, claiming that Summer gained her popularity by using some sort of black magic spell. All right. <clears throat> okay. From a picture. This is where y'all draw y'all conclusions from about everybody. Y'all tend to find a picture, anything that symbolizes something that you don't personally agree with, and you then call people witches. And demons. Yo, you know what? When you look at it, and, th and this is what kills me, you know, when you when they see a picture and they don't really understand what's going on, instead of them waiting or instead of them asking, hey, what is that? What religion does this pertain to? They just come out and they begin to label people. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And if you remember, <laughs> if you remember, did they do that to Jesus? Did they say Jesus was a, a demon? That's scripture. That is scripture. They, they, they was, he cast out devils. Uh, and, and Jesus had to respond to them and tell them, if the devil can cast out the devil, then the kingdom, a kingdom divided is against itself, can't stand and all that good stuff. I'm like, yo. And you know who did that? The church. The, the church folk called Jesus a devil. The church folk. Sure did. Not, not, not the cats from the streets. The people that were in the temple. So it goes to say that the people in the temple always got some nonsense to say out their mouth. And I almost said something else. Thank God to help the tongue. It's like, come on, man. You, you got you to gotta come with better stuff than that. You got to have, if, if you have no discernment, shut up. If you have no information, shut up. If you don't, if you don't have the sense enough to ask questions, Shut up. Those are, those are easy things to do. I mean, shutting up would be such great advice for a lot of people. I am convinced that the art of shut up has truly um, uh, been missing. Um, and guess what? And I guess because we're in this in, we're in this great world of social media, right? And there are a lot of there's a lot of y'all that wish I would shut up, and I'm not. And I guess that's how come sometimes I wish that y'all would shut up, and y'all not. So we just gonna not shut up and not agree all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Which is perfectly fine by me because every single time you don't shut up, you give me content to blast you about on this good thing called the Muzzle is Off podcast since the muzzle came off. But what I will say is that there is an art form in shutting up, especially in when what you're saying is completely ignorant and stupid. And I know we don't like to call other people's stuff ignorant and stupid, but I shall because it's me and the muzzle is off and I'll do what I want to do. But sometimes when what you are saying is so dumb, 
one of the best things that you could do for your own self is to just shut up. Like I check my own self sometimes. Sometimes I'll go to write something and be like, Nikia, shut up. That's dumb. Don't do that. And then I won't do it. But y'all just go full force with your dumbness. Like it just be like, ah, I'm going to show you just how dumb I am today. And I just be wanting y'all to not show everybody that you dumb. At least keep your dumbness to your confined circle of dummies. That's how I feel. But unfortunately, it's always the dummy that feels like it's always the dummy, number one, that gets the biggest platform. See what I'm it's saying? always the dummy that that somehow gets all the influence. And then while the brilliant person is sitting on the side saying some of the most profound things you have ever heard in your life. Brilliant. And they're sitting there and, and people are just completely ignoring them. As long as you're saying something salacious, as long as you're saying something that is uh uh, 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 just completely out of this world, people are going to listen. And it goes to say and show where the people, uh, this society's mind is, 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 is melting away, melting away. And it, it's, it's, it's a bad, it's a bad situation. A hey, bad Dwayne. Situation. I don't know if you on, on. We I'm here. Oh, I'm okay. Here. I'm about to say we can't see you. Uh, no, you can't see me. I'm, I'm not appropriate right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually joined from my phone. I'm not. I'm running around doing a whole bunch of other stuff. But I did want to chime in since you invited me. I like. I like to try to, you know, be there when people invite me to stuff. That way, you keep getting invited. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, hey, Dwayne. Am I gonna get that on the way home? But that's another story entirely. Lord but Jesus, what's going on, family? You know, we just what? here talking about dummies. <laughs> What's going what on, bro? One of our favorite topics. See what I'm saying? Uh, say, not mine. You know what they said? You can learn a lot from a dummy. <laughs> yeah, but you, you... yeah, you can learn when to be quiet. You 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 will learn um, that everything that you think you shouldn't always speak out loud. Um, you should also learn to consider the source of information where you're getting that information. Um, one issue I have about people is that they never get the information from the horse's mouth. Um, it's always coming from somebody who think they know more about the person than they actually have information on. Um, I think the other thing shows very much how uneducated and undereducated we are um, when we get on and say some of the things that we say, including in the church. Um, and we don't take the time to research and gain the knowledge. Just really quick, there's a scripture in the Bible that says my people perish for the lack of knowledge, not the lack of biblical knowledge, for the lack of knowledge, period. However, some reason, church folks feel like they should only apply biblical knowledge, knowledge from the 66 books, and they don't go any further than that. And so a lot of things that we hear and see is becoming toxic to us because we don't have knowledge. Well, 
I, I agree with that, Gail. And part of the problem that I see, um, I don't know if somebody said this already. I, I Obviously, I jumped in late. But in this world of social media, everybody with a smart device and a Google app is now an expert. Yes, and, say that again. And as a result, you have people who will pull one article on something and now their opinion is gospel law on something when it may not be just as simple as what you saw in that first article. It What you read might not even be true. I came up in a time, I mean, I, I, we're privileged. The, the, the group of us are privileged because we're right. We, we are in a perfect generation because we know what it is to be without social media and internet. And we've been able to be in it long enough to be able to master it and become savvy at it. I remember in college where Wikipedia was first coming out and it wasn't even allowed to be used as a point of reference when you had to do research papers. Yep, you could not. You still can't use it as a point of reference nope. to do re research papers. It's still not considered a You still got to use source. a primary source. And if you use a secondary source, it got to be from a reputable secondary source. You know, and right. And, and that's the that's the difficulty. that Unlike I Dumb and Dumber, they like to use TikTok, <laughs> YouTube. I'm like, at what point did that become a reputable source of information? I might use YouTube U when I'm trying to look up Excel formulas, but YouTube is not shaping my view on anything. Everything that everything. My whole thing is this. Everything you hear needs to be backed up. There has to be documentation. And what we're finding now, because we are in this World Wide Web, we're in this WWW World Wide Web, right? One of the things that we learned growing up in school is that we couldn't trust everything off the internet. Now, all of a sudden, the internet has just become so damn trustworthy. Everything that you see on Twitter is trustworthy. Everything that you see on Facebook is trustworthy. Everything that you see on Instagram is trustworthy. Everything that you see on Snapchat, oh, that gotta be real. No, that is not my source of information. You, you're not educating me. And, and you know what? The truth of the matter is we're living in a generation now where we are, we're understanding that any, any, whether it's social media or whether it's news media or whether it's these books that have been written, yo, we don't, we don't know what is real at all because the truth of the matter is people have gone and changed stuff. They have rewritten stuff. They've taken things out. They put things in. Th this is part of the whole whole reason why critical race theory is becoming such a mm -hmm. big issue because people are looking to erase certain things from history to make them look good. Oh no, but you can't no critical race theory is of the devil. You ain't hear what Pagani said? Let's talk oh, about man. that. That it is of the devil. It, it, it's it, 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 who Pagani who? The, that that prophet dude? Yeah. Uh, the guy yeah. is, is, is who is he of mixed descent? Yes. <laughs> right. Tell him to shut up. <laughs> Not you the know, good like, prophet apostle with the church. Man, he can be an apostle or a prophet. Anytime somebody wants to erase their evils so that the world can forget what they have done. 
that's why I was that's why I was really big about them not tearing down these statues of Robert E. Lee and all of these other statues. Um, I I wanted these people to understand this is who your grandparents were. Question your grandparents. Ask them why why did you treat them like that? What was on your mind? What made you do these things? No, we can't have anybody it wasn't them. Why why should they feel the guilt of a grandparent? Ain't that ain't that the no, no, argument? No, no, no. no. It's not argument. even about the it's but not that's even the, the argument. Guilt. No, but that's the yeah, argument. But, yeah, but for me, I, and I understand that's the argument, but for me, it's these children need to understand why y'all were so evil. So they can know how not to repeat those evils. No. Mm-mm, that's of the devil. Nope. Yeah, according to Pagani. And Condoleezza Rice. Good old Condi. Another, another idiot. Another Condi idiot. said it. Another Condi idiot. went on that view and said the same dumb stuff Pagani is basically saying. He's just you trying know, to sorry. cover it up using the Bible. I don't want to call names. I'm sorry. I do. You're dumb. I said it. He don't have to say it. I think it's dumb. (laughs) And I think you're dumb. Anybody that would literally say, I mean, I I literally posted, this was another thing that pissed me off. I literally posted about it. And I promise you, this man literally posted about 20 different scriptures that meant absolutely nothing to try to prove to me why critical race theory is of the devil. I said everything that you just posted here means absolutely nothing. Yo, I hate to tell people, but just because you can post a scripture about something does not mean that that scripture is relevant to the day. Those scriptures were written to people of that day. What? Stop trying to shove somebody else's uh, a culture and community in our face that have never experienced ours so they don't no, even no, understand that's not the truth all scripture is applied today yeah that's what a yeah. lot of people believe and that's a part of the dogmatic mentality um that we see um on a daily basis which starts to push people away from the church because you cannot even have a conversation and acknowledge the reason why the church can't acknowledge the wrong of critical race theory is the same reason why they can't uh, acknowledge the wrong of that they have they still do today. See, that means that will turn fingers on them and point at them and say, "Oh, wait, we might have some things wrong." We like to be the um, the church, especially the American church, because I can only speak for the American church, um, we like to have a monopoly on God and how he moves and what he does and think that we are we have all knowledge concerning him, and we don't. The Bible tells us that we don't. Well, first of all, first of all, <clears throat> The same religion that was used to oppress is the same one that you're trying to tell me proves that critical race theory is of the devil. That is that in and out of itself is dumb. Period. The you you cannot tell me you you there there's if anything you just prove my point. 
truth be told, because at the end of the day, if I truly study the real history of Christianity, not this little fake mumbo jumbo stuff that y'all be trying to push off on Sundays. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about real history on how Christianity was used as a force to commit mass genocide against innocent people. Let's teach that theory. Any if, people if, that if, did if not you, agree. In, I said, that's why I said a mass genocide of people, period. Let's teach that because that in and out of itself is its own version of critical race theory with the church. But see, so you want to call it the devil because it's going to expose what the church did. Tell the truth. But we're so busy because we don't like truth. That's why I said truth versus facts versus all this other crap that y'all don't like truth. You don't like truth. You don't like to study real history. You just want to pick up a Bible, read it, and then apply it and don't even understand where those words even came from. You don't know etymology. You don't know any of that. You haven't even truly formulated within the, it, you, you, you don't study nothing, nothing in it. Do you actually study? You just think my job, I need to get a download from heaven. I just need to open up this book and I need to allow God to speak to me so I can know what he wants me to say. What? You sound dumb. No, you need to open up this book and you need to truly study it. You need to truly dissect it and you truly need to Grab get into books it. While you're opening up that book. All the books. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> grab some more. You. Grab some apologetics books. Gra grab, you know what? Listen, I got a whole darn, I feel, library here with a bunch of different books that I, when I was really preaching to study from. Why? And now these books, everything is like engraved. It's like here, right? And then when you, and then outside of Bibles, right? Outside, true history books, true books that literally will give you knowledge to help you understand what, how the hell was this, this world formed? What happened? What took place? The majority of this crap is based on religious freaking wars, Everybody yep. pushing their agenda. We all got an agenda to push, so let's push it. And then y'all are still doing the same crap today. The same thing. But now, that's why I put up earlier today. I was like, you know what? Surely the word said, go ye therefore and spread the message of demonology. Surely that's what it said. I'm sure of it. Yeah, you, it has to be. You better not tell that to the folk. The folk, the folk, they go, they'll shout and dance over that because that's what they do. That's my it, it's point. It's so amazing. It's so amazing how I look and I see the church, right? And we preach the devil more than we ever preach God. We preach witches, demons, warlocks, imps more than we ever preach about love, kindness, compassion, building one another, helping one another. And, you and then we wonder why the world looks at us like we need to be eliminated. But because... then we get mad at Joel Olstein and them and call them great inspirational speakers. Right. Guess right. what? Somebody needs to inspire the people because all you're doing is teaching them what not to do. Listen. What you're not allowed to do. You write about it, what you're not allowed to do. Yeah, because y'all 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 forgot that the major 
other thing they preach about is everything is a sin. And if you are not, you know, doing what they believe you're supposed to be doing. I was sitting thinking today, you know, we talk about this being a personal relationship um, with God, but nothing is personal when you get into the church. Nothing is personal. Your personal so, business ain't even personal. Right. And how you, you can't develop even it. have your own individual thought. Your right. thoughts are not even personal. Yeah. So you can't have your own thought. You can't have develop your own relationship with God. But you keep on telling me it's about my personal relationship. Now, even how crazy is that? Needs to be systemic. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, the, 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 it, the teaching is very, um, it's, 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 I want to find a better word than schizophrenic because it's not schizophrenic. That's not the one I want to say. The, the teaching is one minute we're saying one thing, the next minute we're saying something else. We're saying the direct opposite of it. Like you, like I, I said the other day to one of my friends, I'm like, yo, preachers don't really believe in eternal life. They don't really believe in that. They tell you and they preach about eternal life, but they don't really believe in it because then they kill the next person who talks about reincarnation. Yep. You don't believe in eternal life. You you don't you don't believe in in um uh, 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 living your God nature. You don't really believe that. You want everybody to do it the way you do it, and if it ain't the way you do it, then it ain't God. You know it's that's really not God nature. You, you don't believe that. It's really funny that you mentioned that, bro, because I had a conversation with a couple people a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about that very fact, and they asked about reincarnation and preachers, of course. And I said, well, you, if you're going to believe in eternal life, you have to lend credence to that the fact that that's a possibility. And bro. we're ready to stone me. I'm sure they were. But How? They do that. How? And, and what's crazy to me is how can they be ready to stone you when Jesus asks them, who do men say that I am? Some say you're Elias. Some say that you're a prophet from on high. Some say you're, you're Moses. And all of this. You're, you're John the Baptist reincarnated because at that point, John was dead. So I'm like, yo, obviously the conversation of reincarnation is not that, it, is not that far away from what, why would Jesus ask them that? And then why would their answers be that? Surely you didn't read that in a good book. What? Shoot. The Bible? What? It wasn't in there. I don't even know what <laughs> you were reading. Surely, you know surely they, they didn't read the Bible, period. Hmm. See, the issue is that they're not reading the Bible. I'll tell you, there was a time somebody invited me to a youth service. And for some reason, earlier that week, I was on YouTube and I watched this little young preacher preach a story, preach a sermon about a bee. And I was like, oh, that was really good. I like the analogies and everything. I went to this service that same week. Another little young preacher came in and preached the same message verbatim so surely a lot of times i've said this before a lot of times we just regurgitate what we heard a lot of times people never even pick up a bible 
to see what the Bible says. Most most preachers regurgitate what they heard. This is why we have so much erroneous doctrine that when you start reading and studying for yourself, me and Jamel used to spend hours when I lived in New York just talking Mm -hmm. about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. hours upon hours about what we learned versus what we knew once we cracked those books open ourselves. And the problem is no person moves beyond the, the elementary level. Newsweek did a story, I think it was 2013, because when I have my, you know, this podcast and thing, we've been doing it for a long time. I used to do a podcast called The River of Living Water. And this, because we, Jamel and I did a show on it. He was my co-host. I remember this Newsweek article because it talked about spiritual growth in it, interestingly, because they were talking about, does a church have a place in the 21st century? This was like 2013. And I'll never forget, they talked to theologians who discussed scientifically how much spiritual growth people get The most growth people have during their air quotes Christian journey from the time they get saved to the time they die is usually within the first 14 to 18 months and they don't grow anymore after that. I can believe that. Oh, it's true. Because because the other part of that, this is the other part of that. When you try to leave a church because you have now realized that you have outgrown the church then there's people that try to hold you back and tell you, you know, why are you leaving? This is the place that God wants you to be. You can't leave. And so you get stuck in a pattern because people are telling you that you can't leave and this is the place that you're supposed to be. So that's the other part of that. Like when you start to grow and be like, oh, wait, this message is not. I just had this conversation with Kia on Sunday, Monday, we were talking and I was like, I am outgrowing the church, period. Not just the church that I attend, but the church because the information and the things that I need and what they are giving me no longer feeds who I am now. And once you realize that, that's like when Paul talks about um, you went from milk to meat and I'm no longer on milk and I'm on the meat. But everywhere I go, I'm still getting milk and it's driving me insane because I need meat. There, <laughs> there is certain people on certain levels that need a different thing than people who are still, air quotes, considered babes in Christ. And a lot of times what people don't understand or the church don't understand leadership in the church don't understand is that people do outgrow your ministry. No, you don't. And need to need to go somewhere else and be fed. Ooh, no, you do not. Oh, can I speak to that, please? One of the most liberating moments I had as a pastor came literally. This is out in January. I'll have been pastoring ten years. This happened, yeah, three years ago, twenty eighteen. Because I will be honest, while I've pretty much always been a progressive thinker. Jamel will tell you that. We know that. We've been that way. You know, for me, I'll be, I, I can be transparent here on the Muslims often and say, I still struggled with the whole idea of numbers in the church up until about 2018. I can be honest enough to say that. And can I be real, Kia? 
it was in my personal prayer time, me and the father. And I was having one of those moments because I don't know how nobody else prayed, but I get real with God. So I'm just like, yo, I don't understand this. We shot off like a blaze of glory. We had some challenges. I was the catalyst of some of the things that went wrong. Absolutely. There ain't no manual for this. I'm going as you're leading. But I don't understand why people come for a season and they're here two years, three years, and then they move on. And God had to shut me up and go, maybe I move them on. They got what they needed from you. And that was it. And Jamel, you're going to appreciate this. He reminded me of something that the late Archbishop William Mc Wilbert McKinley used to do. Uh -huh. He used to have a gathering every year at his church called Naoth and Rama. And God took me back to that. And I had to go look it up again. Naoth in the city of Rama was a place of lodging. It was a set period of time where people would go get rest, refuge, and recovery. And uh -huh. then they would move on. Uh -huh. God said, that's what the local church is supposed to be within the universal church. It's never supposed to be a place where you settle for 35 years in one place. Because the job is to go back into the world. Right. You're supposed to get your rest, your refuge, your recovery, and then go back and do what you were commissioned and called to do. And at that point, that, that's when my I, the logo changed. If you look at my church logo, you'll see at the bottom of Living Water Christian Center, it says rest, refuge, recovery. That's what we're about. That's it. That's all the local church is supposed to be within the universal church. A place of rest, refuge, and recovery. That's why we're not supposed to be preaching sin all the time and you going to hell all the time. Because who is getting recovery from that? Who is getting refuge and rest? Rest is supposed to be a place where I go to be able to be able to be able to take a moment, take a beat. I can't rest if I'm neither comfortable nor do I feel covered. But the church is quick to uncover people so they can't get rest. That's I a part I'm of the capitalist mentality, right? Because even in our world, we don't think about people getting rest. Mm -hmm. getting replenished, getting renewed, getting restored. Um, we don't think about that. I, I think that is a good point for whoever is listening to understand that in whatever area of your life, you need to get rest because when you get rest, th that allows the body to heal itself. That allows your mind to become clear and for you to be able to have clear thinking and make what he talked about logical um, decisions and things like that. Um, instead of you having to pray 50 hours to God and say, God, oh, let me know um, which way I'm supposed to take. If you have rest and rest is of the father, we learned that in Genesis, right. um, in the first chapter of Genesis, um, that then you don't have to depend on, or not depend, but you won't be, in a state of, oh, let me pray 50 hours to find out what the answer is because I have rest and I'm able to make a clear um, decision. And so rest is very important, not just for your physical state, but for your mental state, mm -hmm. for your emotional state, 
and for your spiritual state. But a lot of times we are living in this capitalistic world and we take on the mindset of I'm going to keep on going until I die, mm-hmm. right? I don't get right. Re- I'm not going to rest until I die and don't know that we, we, us not resting is killing us sooner than if we were to get rest. Uh, it's so funny that you're saying this because I just had this conversation two days ago with uh, 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 my friend, Robert Jordan. And, and we were talking and, and I began to talk about how capitalism has basically taken over the church system. The church system today is one of capitalism. They, they will literally do whatever it takes in order to secure position, mm-hmm. power, prestige. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I look and I go, at some point, when you understand what capitalism does, in order for capitalism to work, Someone has to be up and someone's got to be down. Someone has to have their, somebody has to have their foot on somebody's neck and capitalize on that position. And the church has become that. We wait for, we wait for these older pastors to get sick and then we run in and steal their buildings. I know, I know at least three to four pastors today, bishops, pastors, overseers who stole buildings out from under sick pastors. I, and I'm like, you got that. And then, and, then, and, then when you, when you, and then when you look and you see all of this, these be the same people talking about demons, witches, warlocks. Uh, 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 warlocks. Like, nigga, you the demon. You the witch. You the warlock. You cast a spell on these people you 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 took them away from the shepherd that they were given, and then you stole the building. Stone. We ain't looking out for Travis Scott. We looking out for you, because the truth of the matter is, when when Jesus was teaching us, he wasn't teaching us to look out for the things that were clearly visibly. You know, we we how re, yo Dwayne, remember when Pop used to teach, and Pop would say, um. That's a low-level demon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember. He, he would go. That's a low-level demon. We don't. We don't even pay that no attention. Not paying no attention. We, we, mm-hmm. and, and and he said, "That's not what you got to worry about. The thing you've got to worry about are the are the wolves that come in sheep's clothing. Sheep's clothing. Yep, I remember. And how many pastors have presented themselves to be uh, wolves in sheep's clothing? Those are the demonic witches you need to be watching for. All that other stuff, a lot of that stuff is just cultural stuff. The stuff we, that y'all claim is witchcraft is really out of your African culture, you moron. God, I'm sorry. I gotta stop. I'm not. <laughs> You're a moron. You're just dumb. Moron. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it's right there in your Bible. What do you think Abraham was taking Isaac up there for? He was going to be a human sacrifice. Yep. That, no, no, that is for. of the devil. What are you no, no, talking no, 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 about? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's be careful. We say that God asked for it, but God didn't ask for that. Well, when I, when I say that what, what God what? asked for, I, I mean, in terms of this was something that he was going to allow. No, no, he wasn't. He I wasn't. mean, if he was, hear what I'm saying. This is where we get it mixed up. The reason why he stopped it 
was because God wanted Abraham to know, you don't put nothing above your family, number one. And number two, you don't think that I need this to be appeased. That is not, that is a pagan ritual that you're doing. And you're trying to do it up unto me. Look in the bushes, look in the thick. Look, there's the ram in the bush. That's what you came up here to sacrifice. Abraham was so, what Abraham literally did, Abraham tried to make concession for God because he was waiting, and I guess he got impatient and said, well, Isaac must be the one. Because God spoke about the ram in the bush. God never said nothing about Isaac. God sent the angel to stop him concerning Isaac, and that's what the church does. Because we are impatient, because we won't wait on God to show us where our ram in the bush is, we will sacrifice our own and claim that we're doing it to God. And God has to shut us down to let us know, that's not what you do to family. That is not what I am about. What I am about is that ram in the bush. I will provide for you. You don't have to provide for yourself. I will provide for you. Unfortunately, the church continues to sacrifice its own. Its own sons, its own daughters, its own fathers, its own mothers. It continues to sacrifice its own. And the way we sacrifice them is through not holding them accountable. Oh, there's so there's so many ways that we don't hold them accountable, and I'm sitting here and I'm like, and I know a lot of people will probably challenge my little theology on that, but that's that's exactly what I see in the scripture. Let me shut up. I'm talking too much. Well, my nephew done walked in, and y'all can hear him. So give me a second. <laughs> see, I look to give it them though. <laughs> like, bruh, you don't hear, you don't see I'm all alive. <laughs> oh, and let me let him know he better not stream nothing and knock me off again because me and Verizon is fighting right about now. <laughs> Yo, man. No, but that's yeah. real. But, and let you know it because Travis Scott was part of my good conversation for today, and I'm going to address it once and for all. And I don't care who doesn't agree, who does agree, whatever. I don't, I don't care nothing about that. One of the things that I do not like that transpired um, within the last few days, number one, Astro World has been going on since about 2017, 2018. Not, nah, none of y'all dummies have ever said anything about a concert. It is a music festival, a festival that right. has been going on for three, four years now. Only reason why it wasn't last year was because we had a COVID issue, right? Okay, fine, cool. Now, the same setup has been going on for all of these years. The same setup. What was actually displayed was his album cover. Everything about this has been the same for all of this time. Now, all of a sudden, because it gets national attention, you got all you good, dumb prophets that want to come up on social media, come up on your little lives and all this other extra stuff and start talking about demonic portals 
that were opened up and satanic worship. Y'all dummies said the same thing about Beyonce from a concert. Y'all dummies say the same thing about Kanye West for a gospel choir, which I happen to know someone that actually does really sing on this choir. Y'all dummies do the same stuff over and over again. They did it to Prince. They did it to Michael Jackson. They y'all did it do it to everybody, and especially black people. Because y'all don't never seem to do the same thing or say the same thing about Celine Dion. Y'all don't say the same thing about Adele. Y'all don't. Y'all don't Dolly even say Parton. the same thing about y'all little bishops and the ones that y'all love to freaking honor and respect and idolize. Y'all idly worship T.D. Jakes. And I'm going to say it because I don't care. Y'all idly worship Matthew Stevenson. Y'all idly worship all of these people that you have placed up on a pedestal and you have the all damn when people have died to come up and talk about some satanic worship, get up up off your little idol worshiping asses, okay? Because you worship some of the <laughs> same people in the same way and you open up your own demonic portals. When you sit up here and you try to dress like them, you try to talk like them, you try to sh shave your head like them, you try to prophesy like them. I seen so many of y'all, y'all be idly worshiping Noel Jones. You do this for a living and you have the audacity to come against a person whom is doing what he's paid to do. I am a performer, therefore I perform. That's it. It is a performance. Right. But you want to talk about, look at, y'all take a, y'all literally, and this is how dumb y'all are. Y'all literally take a, 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 a photo that has been frozen in a point in time and say you see that portal and you want to know what i thought of because i started watching this new tv show it's called la brea or something like that i don't even know what it's really called it just happens when i when i by the time i get in bed especially when, when, on tuesday nights it's on the tv so i turn it on and i think it's called la brea or something come on nbc right and it, they literally are talking about people that went through some portal and now they're stuck in a whole nother world right and so in the TV show, you see this, 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 this magical portal looking thing. So every single time y'all dummies say a portal, that's where my mind is going. It goes to this little portal thing that I done seen on TV. And that's probably where some of y'all dummies are getting your little images from, because that's all you do. You take made up images, right? That some man created. Cause don't none of y'all know what the hell a real demonic portal looks like. Let's tell the truth. You've never seen one. So, and quite, let me finish here. Let me get this out because this, this, really, this has been really bothering I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. Go they, ahead. They, they, cause they've been on my whole good nerve. Every All these, they have been on my nerve about this. And, the, and you want to know why they've been on my nerve? I'm going to tell you why. Because my heart is very much so connected to God, unlike theirs. I would never get on any platform and sit up here and watch the news tell me that a nine-year-old baby is fighting for his life right now because some grown stupid 
idiots wanted to charge a stage to get close to a stage and his little baby is in a coma and the only thing y'all stupid asses can think about is a fucking demonic portal y'all have truly pissed me off because you have no compassion you have no empathy and you for damn sure as hell don't have the love of god you have nothing in you that exudes love then you, you same idiots had the audacity to come on social media yesterday and say i'm gonna pray for travis scott let me tell you something right now hold your prayers pray for yourself Pray for whatever it is that you think you serve when you had to come out on social media in the midst of a tragedy and talk about satanic worship. And let me go here too. I don't give a damn what little TikTok videos so-called concert goers put up agreeing with y'all's dumbness. Oh, the energy it felt. Well, guess what? If that's how the energy felt, you probably, that probably wasn't your first Travis Scott concert that you went to. It was not. He has done this same show mm -hmm. in Houston. So if you're telling me that it was the energy that I felt, I'm sick of you and your little fickle ass emotions because your emotions don't mean nothing to me when people die, period. That's how that stuff works. And only thing y'all have is these chopped and screwed up Bible scriptures that you attempt to literally beat people over the head with because you yourself have no idea that the majority of the demonic portals that you, that you see are from within your own self. It's what you are actually spewing and spitting out of your mouth. The things in which you are actually saying, how you're actually living, what it is that you actually do. Those are the portals in which you open up unto whom? Yourself. And you have the audacity to sit up. You see these flames? Well, what the hell? I bet you if I took a same picture of a house on fire, I could say that that's a demonic portal and y'all would go with it because that's how dumb you are because you don't think. You don't have the mind of a true thinker. What you have is a mind of a puppet. And all you do is you, you, they got you on a string and this is all you do. So that string tells you to talk. That string tells you to do this. That string tells you this is all you do. And y'all have no clue. You, you cannot even fathom the stupidity that you actually spew because you think because you sprinkled Jesus on it that it makes it right. No, it doesn't. It still makes it wrong. Go ahead, Gail. <laughs> um, you said a lot. Um, one thing when you started thinking, talking about people thinking for themselves, one thing is missing is something that we learned in school a long time ago. There was a class that you used to have to take or um, a part of you know, your assignments and things with something called critical thinking, where you started to question the author or the movie or whatever it was that you were looking at and started to analyze it, right? And a lot of times, um, I've said this before, is we no longer know how to think for ourselves. That's my first statement. My second statement is this, when you started talking about the portable portals and all of those things, it reminded me of the scripture. And I don't remember if the little boy was blind or what have you, but the people around asked Jesus, who sinned? And Jesus said, nobody sinned. He was just born this way. He was blind. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew, I, I thought he was blind. No one sinned. He just, he was born this way. And so sometimes we just have to uh, 
know that things just happen. Things just happen. The Bible states that there is nothing new under the sun. There's a time to mourn. There's a time to cry. There's a time to, you know, live. There's a time to die. Like it, the Bible tells you this. Time Everything is that happens to everyone. Yes. So every every time something happens, we assign that it's demonic or that it's, you know, we put some type of demonic stamp on it and it may just be something that happened um, because the Bible also tells us that we live in a world of trouble. Right. And so these are the scriptures. We can put all those other scriptures together, but we can never put these scriptures together and put them in their proper context. I'm going to need to find moderators for freaking YouTube because I don't know what the hell that is. Y'all see this YouTube comment? I'm like, oh, I don't where? know how to work YouTube. This is stupid. Okay, I'm sorry. Get, get, go ahead because I'm trying to figure out how to remove this stupid comment. Y'all keep going. I got to figure out how I, to remove this. I think I think it's very imperative for the, for the, for people who consider themselves believers I think is I think you got to realize that the more you talk about a devil, demon, and and and, and imps and Beelzebub and all of this stuff, the more you talk about it, it's it's you conjuring it up. It's you calling it into being. It's you. It's you. You wonder you wonder why you always see demons? Because these are the demons you called forth. These are the demons you have summoned forth. You, you, if every word out your mouth is about a devil and a devil and a demon and a demon and if and all of this stuff, the more you keep with your words, creation occurs. The more you keep talking about a thing, you will manifest it. You will manifest it. So at some point, you have to either learn how to shut up or you have to learn to change your verbiage. You have to learn to change what you say, how you say it, the energy in which you say it. Because you have to realize that even when you don't know it, even when you don't understand it, you are still a divine being working with divinity from the inside of you. And when you speak, just like when God spoke, something appeared, when you speak, something appears. The question is, what have you been speaking? What have you been causing to appear? But that's what have you? I'm going, going. But that's the thing that people do not. People feel, you know, the Bible is very clear where it says, "Life and death is in what the power of the tongue." And we do not want to control the things that come out of our mouth. So therefore, when we we speak death. That's what that's what's going to be basically seen. Yeah. That's what we see. But when you speak life, that's what that you see. Though. Think about that scripture. As much as people love to quote it, they don't quote the B clause of it. Well, no. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they then shall eat yes, sir. the fruit, the fruit thereof. thereof. I tell people all the time, finish yeah. it. You're gonna have what you speak. Period. 
Well, these folk love demonic portals, so that's why they always see it. I never forget there, there was some apostle. Okay. Every single time they walked out their door, it was it was always some form of witchcraft. Everything was witchcraft. A, 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 a stray cat, someone sent the cat to my house. A stray dog, someone sent the dog to my house. A, a bird, someone sent the bird. And I'd be like, what the hell type life do you have if that's all you see every single day? You are creating your own hell. You live in it. Right. And how and, it, and how are you creating absolutely. the fullness, the fullness um, of living in Jesus Christ if that's what you're creating, right? Because then you can't live in the fullness of God if only thing you see is darkness. The Bible says uh the light, the oh gosh, the scripture can't come to me fast enough. It's first John, it's John 1 1. Um the first chapter of John, St. John, um, but the darkness could not comprehend the light. And if all you oh, see yeah. is darkness around you, where is the light? If the light lives in you and the light can't be consumed by darkness, why is darkness always following you? That's a good it, it, damn question. Why? Why do these people act like dog? You you hear them. I, you hear them. This principality is in operation here. This one is in operation here. That is an operation there. That these are the same people that don't sleep. They always on somebody's wall. I'm a watchman. I'm on the wall. When do you rest? When do you replenish? When do you restore? When do you regain anything? Anything? Yeah, because po folks love a three a.m. prayer now. Listen, I told y'all. I yo, told y'all. I was. You couldn't tell me I wasn't on somebody's wall. The Lord, I was like, the Lord got me praying. I got to be praying because these demons is up in here. I don't know why they're here. And every single time I pray, it seemed like they would render themselves even louder. I'd be like, Well, Lord, I got to keep praying. Can't eat. Can't sleep can't do nothing, anxiety, depressed, all types of crap going on. And all I really need to do is just get an annulment. See how easy that was? I just had to get bring it down to life. Making Reality. yourself schizophrenic. Hello. Praying. And, and, and how much of not getting rest played a part in that would not give you time to have clear thinking and think through the steps that you need to do. Absolutely, because scientifically it's been proven that the mind doesn't rest, will begin to see things. No see question. That's why these folks seeing demons and cats. Even even before all of that, even you know, what about what about the situation of you buying so heavily into what someone is saying, putting all of your faith and hope in what they're saying without research without study you put all that energy into what they say and you create what they say so you're not even creating out of your own experience you're creating out of another's experience spoken into your life that you buy into with such vigor with such energy that you just manifest it you're manifesting demons in your life that ain't even yours. You're right. And that's why I had to send them demons right back on over there. 
Because I don't want them demons in my life. And that's the thing. And, and, and to be honest with you, that's part of the reason why I people... And some of y'all, I want y'all to stop tagging me in all these videos because I don't watch all that stuff, okay? Stop tagging them with my name. I don't want my name on them videos. I don't know them people. I don't know what they're praying for, against, whatever the case may be. Stop that. I follow who I follow and I watch who I want to watch. Now, but that's part of the reason why. Because everybody, it's like, everybody is this. This is all you got. Every um, everybody's going live. I got a prophetic word. Everybody's doing this, Every, and it's like, well, what the hell do you people do on the regular? Because I know for myself, I don't hear the Lord every day or day at the same time. Yeah, bro, I got a job. I got kids. I got businesses. I, I can't. Mm -mm, I don't have time. Like I'm not doing this. Sometimes I just want to have fun. Sometimes I just want to enjoy the day. Sometimes I might want a I just... cheeseburger. Listen. You listen. better pray before you go get that cheeseburger. <laughs> we, we, we have made the lingo. They, the people believe that their lingo and their verbiage is, is, is what spirituality is. People, people have no clue what spirituality is. They have no... Right. Clue. They think if they have all the relics and all the things and symbols that 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 speak of spirituality, spirituality comes from within. It's all within. It comes from within. I don't care how many crosses and Bibles. I don't care how many times you say the blood of Jesus. I don't care how many times. That's not spirituality, and you have to understand. You have to understand the purpose for each of those relics in your life. You don't even have an understanding of why they're there. You don't even have an understanding. You don't even know who was the first person to ever say the blood of Jesus. Well, who I was, just want them to the, stop saying it. Who was the first? Well, I want these idiots to be the last. Even, even if you... See, this is one thing I understand. Even when you don't understand... If you have faith in what you believe, things happen. I know for years we said the blood of Jesus and we saw results from using the blood of Jesus. It wasn't because it was right. It was because we believed. And there was a sincerity with it. If mm -hmm. you, anything that you believe wholeheartedly, no matter what the permission slip is, no matter what the mechanism is, it will work for you. It will manifest. But the problem is the, 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 the church, the saints, they have not, they, they, they know so little. They know so little that all they survive off of are inklings and spurts and, 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 and bits and pieces of information. So they can never truly walk in an intentional move of God. All you can ever walk in is an intuitive move of God, which happens whenever, whenever it, it, it's like some days I just get it. Some days I don't. No, I want to walk where I know the formula of how to manifest, the formula on how to create an atmosphere that will bring me everything that I need. The form, 
Walking in that means you have to study. You have to know the reasons and why, why we say this, why we do this, why I do this, why I worship this way. You, you got to know these reasons. And they don't even know the reasons. They, don't, they, don't, they just don't know. And it's like, this is crazy. It goes then, beyond crazy because it, it, it just it, it becomes um, an extremely redundant form of religiosity um, uh-huh. with no meaning. Because when you when you truly when you truly hit like, OK, I used to ask people early on in my good um, black church walk. Uh, well, why do y'all say the blood of Jesus? What, what does that mean? Right. I grew up Catholic. We didn't say the blood of Jesus, right? So it was it was told because it has power. The power, power of Christ compelled you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come from my Catholic upbringing, but um, <laughs> but um, but I because it, it it always was something that was on my mind because it wasn't something that I grew up saying like we. I did not grow up saying that. So I'm like, what, what, what is this? What is this blood supposed to do? So when they told me what it's supposed to do, you know, it has to know it washes and it cleanses and it, it heals and it restores and it does this. And it's, I'm like, oh, I want the blood of Jesus, you know, right. and, it, and it keeps evil away and it does this. And all you, you know, when you, when you, when you get your apartment, you got to anoint it and say the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it'll keep all mm-hmm. evil spirits out of your house and all this other extra stuff. I'm like, well, where does oil you at? You know, we're going to go to the grocery store and get Goya, <laughs> extra virgin <laughs> olive oil, and we're going to leave it on the altar. And once we leave it on the altar, and then once you got to get the extra virgin olive oil. Extra virgin olive oil. Yeah, it got to be extra yes. virgin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the real, that's the but, purest form of the olive oil. And we got to pray I, over it. And then. What if I wanted, hmm? what if I wanted to get the olive well, oil? No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Which olive oil you want to get? <laughs> What about the the extra hoish <laughs> olive oil? We don't do that olive oil. Oh, uh, I guarantee you the church does. You, you, you not I get not that you. type of anointing. Not that type of anointing. We we not do it. We don't doing that olive oil. Okay. This and 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 let me say this right. And I know I crack a lot of jokes about this stuff and I be serious sometimes and I know I say it in a joking way because I'm not saying that I have not seen the power of God work, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is is that when I open up this water, boom, this is brand new. And if I say, God, whatever, anoint this water, and then I dip my good finger up in there, boom. Right? Now mm-hmm. this water is holy, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. So this water got power to cleanse. Right? That's the thought process, right? That's what we say. But then you look at someone else that, like Summer Walker, that had an altar. Don't, Marcus, that's, don't, you know what? Yes, it is, Marcus. <laughs> don't do me. Right? I don't I don't try to cover it up. Right. But this this is now holy springs because I don't anointed it. Don't do me. This is holy springs. This <laughs> this came from the spring of all holiness that I got in me. So <laughs> shut up. So 
Now we look at someone that built an altar and because they built an altar in their own way, but now you're, she a witch? Cause she has an altar because that altar looks like something that you don't understand. Something that you think is demonic, something that you think is that's witchcraft or whatever the case may be. But how many of y'all can honestly say that you have not attempted to cast roots on somebody with your little demonic prayers? Or create create an altar in your own house. Don't tell them. No, no, but we're taught to create altars in our house, are we not? We are definitely. Are we not taught to set set aside? Set a space up in your closet, in a corner that is just for the Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, and here we are demonizing everybody else for doing the same exact things that we do. This is the stuff I don't understand. Y'all build your own altars. See, my whole house is my altar. I don't need one little secret place in a corner or a closet. It's dark and hidden. Because we're not doing it as unto Jesus. And what's crazy, what's crazy is even doing it unto Jesus is freaking wrong. It ain't right. There's There's a difference in doing it unto Jesus. And doing it unto God. Jesus directed the people to God. Jesus rebuked the man when he said, thou good man. He said, none is good but God. So obviously Jesus wasn't talking about himself. Yes, he was. Right, because he's a part of the he's a part of the Trinity, Jamal. Why would Jesus rebuke him? And then say none is good but God. I'm just telling you what the people is gonna say back to oh, you. Oh, oh, oh! I was about to say. Oh, I'm so sorry. I was about to say. <laughs> that, I, those people say, yo, when people say stuff that back to me like that, you know what I do? I go, well, what was the purpose of Jesus going to the temple then? What was the purpose of Jesus keeping the feast days? What was the purpose of Jesus? If He is God, why does He have to keep feast days? Why did He go to the temple? To worship and not be worshipped. Jamel, you're a heretic. Oh, yes. And what does that heretic mean? That word means one of another opinion. Damn straight I am. Because I don't agree with the nonsense you kicking. Period. That's what I'm saying. And and what's crazy is every every orthodox every, every orthodoxy was a heretical teaching at one point. Communion was a heretical teaching because when Jesus presented communion, they had never done it before. No, nope. it was the Passover Seder. Right. What what Jesus did, and, and I studied it, and I, I preached about it. Jamel is absolutely right. They looked at him like he had ten heads when he yes, said, "Take did. my body and eat." They thought he was talking about cannibalism. They said he done lost his. What in the world? They thought he had lost his ever-loving mind. Well, no, no. I mean, if they believe what they believe, Jesus was practicing witchcraft. You understand what I'm saying? Right, exactly. You see what I'm saying? And then when you make these comments, then it, these people think it that you're trying to be a demeaning to... And it's like, no. No. It, we language ourselves out of just being together on one accord. When Jesus says, I have sheep, not of this fold, not, 
He's saying, I got people who don't think like y'all think. That must I also bring. Mm-hmm. But, and, but, but that's, that is... There's a difference between truth and facts. Truth, backed by facts, makes it believable. Truth, backed by nothing but an opinion, just makes it your truth of an opinion. Listen, listen to me. I don't know if you read my page today, but I showed that is exactly just about what I hear. You hear what I'm telling you? It's real. That's real knowledge. And this is where we're failing at because people get up, y'all, let me see, y'all get upset with me for actually telling you truth backed by facts. Y'all have questioned my good Christianity. Y'all have questioned my good faith. Y'all have questioned my level of belief, all this stuff. But I cannot live in a lie. And I will not. I really lived in that that cloud, okay? I lived in the cloud of legalistic religion. I've lived in that cloud, okay? When you begin to learn facts, it then has to reshape your mind. So why? Because I'm not going to stay in a cloud of untruths. It's just not true. And this is where we at right now. We live in so many things that are just not true. And you won't search out facts. You refuse. And then then you get mad at me for me saying, then you're dumb. But you are. And it's okay. Because you refuse. You refuse to elevate your own self outside of the knowledge or lack thereof knowledge, information. I'm going to call it information because it's not knowledge. Outside of the information that has just been trickled down. Let me say this, and then go, Gail, you go, so don't lose your thought. One time, mm-hmm. a few months ago, or maybe a year ago, I don't even remember when, my cousin had, she inboxed me, and she was like, here, you always, you tell the truth. Girl, yeah, I know I be telling the truth. Thank you. So, she said, what is your, what do you think about this, right? And it was a situation that, that she had going on with a particular person. And she basically just didn't like their lifestyle. That basically was what, that's what she, and they was in the church and she felt some type of way. And I straight up told her, that's not your business. That's not your business. You're judging this person. Based on what you know, what do you know about them now? Has the, have they changed? Have they done? And I just began to ask her a series of questions, right? And she said, you know what? Thank you for that. Why? Because truth story, what she felt was the, the, the true history of her roots in the church. I got two different sides of my family. My family ain't all Catholic. I grew up Catholic because that was what my grandmother chose as her faith. Then I have the other side that is strictly Baptist. They are like Baptist down to their pinky toe. Then I have another side, they holiness. My family, we all, we, church is what it is for all of us. So 
therefore she was she's she was very rooted in 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 that Baptist way, which a lot of it is it's a lot judgmental. It's a lot judgmental. It's a lot. It, it, you got a lot of rules and stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot. And she was like, "No, I don't like this," and I'm like, and I was like, "You can't do that. You can't. You cannot." And until we begin to truly uncover the truth, supported by facts. That's the that's the cycle that we're going to continue to perpetuate in the church. And it's a lot of dogmatic dumbness. Okay, girl, I'm done. Yeah, I was just going to say, people don't read their Bible once again, because I'm just going to keep on just remembering scripture. And I haven't um, read the scripture in a long time, but it believe it says something to... If you lack knowledge, ask, ask of the Father, and He, and He will give it to you liberally. That's right. It's in the word. Yeah, and so, a lot of times, we go to God and ask and pray amiss, and ask for the wrong, (laughs) for the wrong things, instead of asking for the knowledge, the information. So we can make something called the informed decision for our lives, right? Because everything, as as Kia said, as Jamel says, as Dee said, goes back to us, right? And you cannot, we live in a world, in a world and in the church, living under um, a fake identity, of who we are and and we're we're not living not just in our truth but being authentically who we are because for so long whether it was your family whether it was the church whether it was media whether it was your teachers told you what to think when to think and who you were at no time were you able until you became, most times until you became of age, were you able to think outside of the box and had some control over your lives. But people don't even realize now I have some control over my life and now I can make my own decision about whatever I want to make that decision about. But we still allow the church to rule and govern us and tell us that you can't do this and you can't do that. And if we start to think about the evolution of the church, it was it used to be a sin for women to preach in the church. It used to be a sin for you to go to the movies. It used to be a sin for you to wear pants. It used to be a sin. And we have slowly evolved from that in most places, not every place. Um, but so you have to start to see the evolution and that evolution is going to start within yourself. But the only way to get there is that you have to unlearn some of the behaviors that you have been taught over time. Unlearn. Unfortunately, the things that we have learned over time was the things that kept our parents alive because they were not able to, or had access to as much information and and things that we have now. And so even though it served them at that time, it's no longer serving us. And so you know, when you realize, 
realize that it's no longer serving you, now you have a decision to make of what am I going to do to change this thing that's no longer serving me? I hope that all made sense. Yeah, but one and what one, one, I will say I began to unlearn probably back in about 2010 because I began to seriously ask questions. And when I realized that I cannot get the answer in, in from people, I said, God, you're going to have to guide me in this truth because I need to understand. I don't understand. And one of the, I talk about this all the time. I said, one of the very first questions, cause I was, I was, I was, I just could not understand. And I said to the good Bishop, I said, I don't understand how leaders are picked in the church. What do you mean? I said, well, according to the Bible that I'm reading, when they were disciples, as they went through the progression before they made it to become apostles and all this stuff, they were, there was a lot that needed to be killed off of them. I said, but in today's church, it just seems like anybody could be a leader and they ain't no better than the lady. I didn't use those words, but that's what I was saying. I said, I don't understand how people are elevated in the church. And even to this day, I do not understand it. I have just um, began to understand that in today's church world, anybody can be elevated into anything as long as you get under the right person and give this person the right amount of money. Anybody can become anything in this world, um, especially in the, this man-made church world, because it, all it takes is money. If you got the money, you can become a bishop. All you got to do is pay all them three people to lay hands on you and boom, there it is. It is done. And I don't fully understand it because what I have found is, is that it, what, what it causes is it causes a lot of calamity amongst people and it's not actually helping people. It's actually hurting people even the more. And that is something that I will forever uh, not understand because it is something that I will never agree with ever. I will never agree with it. And I don't want to agree with it because it's not right. Right. And I think that the minute we begin to truly question and unlearn a lot of this crap that has been literally passed down from the ages and stop thinking that everyone that literally speaks truth is just a heretic. And the way that we use the word, the way that we use heretic is as if it is a curse. You, you It's mm -hmm. like as if you are cursing someone when you call them a heretic. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I am not a non-believer. I, I, I am one who believes, but I refuse. I, I said this today to somebody. I said, I just, I refuse to believe in the God that you serve because that God is angry, evil, um, a murderer, commits mass genocide, um, uh, 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 takes pride in acts of violence because um, that's what y'all display. So the God that you serve is in whom you display yourself to be because if he is, if his spirit is in you, then therefore what you display, I don't serve that type of a God. I don't serve the type of a God that wants to sit up here and focus on things that don't even concern him to his heart and to his core. I don't understand how the Bible could tell you love and above none, there is no other. And y'all stay focused on hate. How does this work? 
You understand what I'm saying? So therefore, I, I can't serve that God. Yeah, I never forget someone had said to me, you know, oh, oh, because I was praying and the person didn't, they, they didn't pray. They just stayed quiet. Oh, no, I can't be around nobody like that. I said, the fuck? what is wrong with, I don't want that God. Because guess what? The Jesus that I read about in the Bible, he didn't care about none of that. All these things that y'all focus on, Jesus didn't even care about. Jesus, Jesus, if a demon rose up in the service, okay, which they did, right? Because it's, it's in the book. Jesus ignored it at first, did he not? Ignored it. But it got so loud and got so damn disruptive. He was like, all right, so since you're making yourself known, what, 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 what you want me to do now? Because now I'm going now I'm to handle you. Right. But these same people, y'all knew Astro World was going on for months. Right. For months. Y'all knew this. You little so-called spiritual prophets. Y'all should have known. I bet, I bet you the amount of money they didn't even they never even heard of Astro World. Thank you. That's my point. You never even heard of it. You didn't know what it was until it became national news. But you want to know what else is national news? You want to know what else? What's There's that? a missing little girl. Right here yes. in East Orange, New yes. Jersey, Jashia Moore. That's news. Where y'all dummies at now? Where are y'all using? Are y'all using y'all 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 time to pray to to ask God where, where that is young she? lady is? Mm -hmm. Can we find um, her? Can we yeah. locate her? Where is she? Or how about this? How about the little girl with autism that just committed suicide out in Utah? Ten years because, old. Because, because, because they were bullying Bully. her because she was black. Where you at? Prophets? Teachers and students. Teachers and, yeah. Where you at? Mm -hmm. How about when my friend was searching for his daughter out in North Carolina because she went missing? And the police, the same way how these stupid East Orange cops were doing. Well, we just assumed this was a runaway. And the mother, the parents are telling you, my child would not run away. And you won't search. You have a small window to search for a child when a parent tells you my child is missing for that child to be found. That's true story. It's a very mm -hmm. small window. Just think, maybe, just maybe. My friend's daughter would have been found alive had they searched for her instead of her being found in the woods, shot, murdered, 15, 16 years old. Where y'all at? But you worried about a goddamn music festival? And then here y'all go with all these stupid ass messages about ladies, if you want to date or marry a preacher, be sure mm. that you're called to that. Shut up. All of this dumb shit about a title that means absolute. Let's be real. Make sure that you're supposed to marry that man or that woman. Period. Period. It ain't about no call. Because guess what? If they for you, they're going to get down with all things you. And that does mm -hmm. not, and y'all have this, this, this fake 
false meme reality that I want a husband that's going to pray over me like this. Y- y'all seen that meme with the husband and the mm-hmm. wife praying? And, and, and you made this an idol in your mind. Let's get out all these idols that you have in your mind that you have built up in your mind. Because guess what? My husband might, we might not never do what that meme say do. But I bet you 150% that Negro is praying for me. Why? Because why the hell would he want something bad to happen to me if he's for me? And the same way for him. Why would he want a woman that's not for him? Period. Whether he's a pastor or whether he's a damn janitor, whether he's whatever he is. But we keep up this nonsense that doesn't even matter. Why? This stuff doesn't matter. And is it right that regular people don't get someone that loves them and will pray for them and and you know do all the things that you say that a pastor needs? Just a regular person should be able Everybody to have that. that. Do we not? Unfortunately, we only we only pray as we practice. Um, so if you've been practicing stupidity, you're going to pray stupidity. If, 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 you know, practice dumb, we, we come and you're only gonna, you're only gonna live out the information that you have. You cannot live above the level of the information that you have. So if you keep living Low is because you have a low standard of information. Upgrade your information. Upgrade. The preach the preach lips should keep knowledge. And not only that, the scripture also says that when you have a lack of knowledge, that the people perish. So with anything we should be working on getting is knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And then after you get knowledge, get an understanding. You know? After you get an understanding, you need to apply some wisdom to what you understand. And if you lack, and he said, and if any of these lack in wisdom, what do he say? Ask. 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 I think the other part of that is that um, a lot of church folks don't expand outside of their their circle. Um, and so if we're all have the same level of knowledge who's growing in your circle. If you are the smartest person in your circle, then you need to change your circle. Uh If you have the the most information, if you are the biggest influencer in your circle, then something is wrong with your circle. Because what are you gaining from the from the people around you. Only thing y'all doing is bouncing and regurgitating the same things over. You are not getting anything new. And if you cannot go outside of your circle culturally, uh, culturally, um, go outside of your circle um, economically or any of those things, there is a problem because all of these different circles are gonna be circles that are able to teach you something that contributes to your growth. So the issue is that church folk ain't growing because they ain't expanding. 
Well, and you know what? And they are the cause for their own lack of expansion. Okay. You want to know why? Because they choose to be willfully dumb. No, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's not just some choose to be willfully dumb. But a lot of it is just programming. You've been programmed. Yeah, but come on. At a certain point in time, at what point do you wake up from the program? You, you have, there has to be something that, that sparks new thought. Something that sparks that. And unfortunately, the church kills anything that sparks anything of a new thought. Anything of a, 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 a desire to learn something more, something better, to, to grow outside of what you know. You but know? Jamal, how many conversations do we have to have saying the same thing for the same willfully dumb people to have a desire to want to know more? Yo, hmm? fear is a fear is a hell of a thing. When you give people the fear of hell, the fear of damnation, the fear mm-hmm. of, of, of I'm telling you, they will retreat back to that 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 thing that has them enslaved. And you're right, but let me say this, because the people have put me in hell so many times. Um, I'm going to hell. I'm going to be in hell. I never forget someone told me that they was a demon seeker, um, ready to take me back to where I belong. All this other extra stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And the one thing you're not going to do is you're not going to bait me into being dumb with you. Now that's just me, and that's just me because that's how my mind works, and I get it. Everybody is not, but exactly. when you are constantly, when when I just find that when information is available to you, but you refuse to look into uh, more information because you choose to just be of your own opinion, then you're just mm-hmm. willfully dumb because it's a choice now. Right. Like if if I chose to continue to be ignorant of the information that has been made readily available to me, that is my willful dumbness. And I just I want to be that I want to be that. Right. But when I choose to seek a higher level of understanding and knowledge and then wisdom, then at that point in time, I am not allowing anybody on the outside to come into my realm of existence to bring me back by fear baiting me. You know how many people have literally tried, even up to current, have literally tried to shut me up? Well, why do you have to talk about that? Don't talk about that. Don't, because I'm going to, because the muzzle is off. That's why. And because I'm not scared. That's why. You know, because you know what I separates you? What? What separates you from all those people who who don't is the fact that you're not fearful. Mm-hmm. Fear? Anything? Let me tell you something. Any look look at the society we're living in today. That is all done by fear. Vaccines, vaccine mandates, you can't sit next to me because you ain't wearing a mask, all of this, fear, fear will have people knowing good and well, you could, you could, even, 
animals, not just people, if you beat an animal long enough, you will traumatize that animal. And that animal cannot live outside of its trauma. Let me tell you what happens with people and trauma. People never grow past their trauma. So you think you're talking to a 32-year-old person and you're really talking to an 8-year-old person because they're still stuck in that trauma. They're, they're so stuck. They can't, they, can't, they can't find their way out. They have to first find the courage. If they don't find the courage, they'll never seek the information. They'll never, you'll be talking their ear off and they'll never hear you. Yo, what, Xander, what you, that's my boy right there. What you say, man? <laughs> he said to be fear is difficult to choose a higher form of thinking if you don't know what that looks like. Yeah, um, totally agree. Um, I have a couple of thoughts here because now y'all, y'all segueing into my, my thing. The world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let's not compare the fear of speaking out with the fear of this pandemic. Because one fear is all fear that a person experienced to them is very real, right? Hear me out. Um, So let's take me for an example. I got hit by a truck. I had a fear of crossing um, the street, crossing supermarket, which we'll call it because the experience from me getting hit by the truck, right? That is a real fear. And what happens, what we don't understand, so the brain and the mind are two separate things. Definitely. And so what happens is because, let's just talk about Black people and their trauma, because you brought that up, and we're still talking about fear, because of all the trauma that we experienced from even when we were uh, just eggs and sperm in our parents. Epigenetically, definitely. What happens is generational trauma. What happens is when we're born, our amadou, I can never say it. Our amadou, Kia, can you say it for me? Mm -mm. There's a part of the brain, there's a part of the brain that part of the brain Who that is considered. That was that Jill Scott? <laughs> I don't know. If Donnie's still is... listening, Donnie know Jill's girl. That control is the called the fear body. center, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because of all the trauma that we have experienced, it's already expanded to a point that we have no control. So even in a place where we, where there is no fear, the brain perceives, not the mind, the brain perceives that it's fear and starts to trigger off and shoot off things like cortisone mm-hmm. and those different mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. The second part of that is that the longest nerve, the vagus nerve in your body, um, the gut, the gut brain um, mm-hmm. communication, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't understand that in our gut is where things like serotonin and mm-hmm. dopamine and those different hormones are made. We, a lot of people like to say it's made in your brain. No, it's actually made in your gut. 
It definitely mm -hmm. is made there. Right? And so there is a thing of natural fear that we already deal with on the daily basis. Fear of you being a black man and if you get pulled over by the cops, that something bad may happen to you. Fear, like just those types of fears. Um, and so I think that fear is a lot different than the fear of um, expanding your mind and, and changing your way of thinking. Well, I right? think that fear goes into a fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. right? right? Because like, let's just be real. That's what you face. You face, exactly. You face rejection. You face isolation. You face and and we have. Let's think about it. If we wanted to compare it to a pandemic type world where we were all isolated, when you when you when you have a fear of isolation, because now you're alone. Who mm -hmm. and and we are a people. Technically, all human beings, uh, we are social people. So now I have a fear of being isolated because now I'm going to be rejected because I don't think how you think. I don't speak how you speak. I don't move how you move. So now this fear, it now then begins to play in my mind, right? Mm -hmm. So now I can't speak. Now, I used to be gripped by that because there was a very long time where I questioned everything but only appear because when I would verbalize it, I was being told that I was being used of Satan. Mm -hmm. That I, oh no no, and I was I was double minded. Mm -hmm. That that mm -hmm. I yeah. was I was double minded, unstable in all my in ways. All. Every single way I was unstable, and that's why this, and that's why that, and that's why this, and then I would be like. Oh my God. So I'm double minded now. Oh my God. Satan is, you know, an idle mind is the devil's playground. Your mind is too idle. You need to get back into doing the things of the church. You need to start coming back to church and going to church five days, six days a week. Only day you got off is on Monday. This is what you need to do. And no, you need mm -hmm. to start. You got to pray more all because I began to ask questions because my thought was not aligning with the traditional way. So now I'm being isolated. Now I'm being rejected. And you want to know what that isolation and rejection did? Because I, I was isolated and I was rejected. It forced me to reconnect with my own family that I isolated because I rejected mm -hmm. them because they did not think how I thought because the church told me that if they weren't going to church, then I needed to separate myself, from, myself them, from them and I could not speak to them and I could not be around them because they were not doing the things in which I was doing. I looked, if Jesse ever watched this podcast, Jesse could tell people how I literally called her a witch and jumped out of the car while she was yet and still driving and said, get away from me. You are a witch. You understand what I'm saying? So I understand it on both ends, but I refused after mm -hmm. a while, because once I realized what began to happen to me, as I embraced this world of a bunch of nonsense and I rejected my entire family, I rejected friends, I rejected everybody that I knew that knew me and that act 
absolutely love me and I entered upon this whole world and this is what I was going into. And then what happened when that world rejected me? What happened when that world turned against me? What happened when that world literally cast me out as if I was nothing? Who was there? But the people that I never should have rejected. But the people that I should have, the people that were standing there. And then that made me question it even the more. Wait a minute. What the hell am I doing? Where, what, what am I saying? What am I believing? What the hell am I even hoping for? What is this? So now I got to go back. I got to study some more. I need to research some more. I need to look deeper. And that's why I kept up there what Tia said, because Tia, this is the truth. Tia said, what separates her is truth. That is what separates me. I refuse. You listen, when you experience pure hell in a cognitively distorted life, ain't no way I'm going back to that to be to, to be of a person of faith. I gotta live a distorted reality to be of faith. That ain't even Jesus, that ain't even Bible. Right. Unfortunately, it took you to go through and and have to encounter um, those things for for you to say, wait, something ain't right. Right. Um, You started to question things. And I think that growth that when I hit that level of growth of starting to question things that I heard in the church, things that I saw in the church, um, is the point that I believe that God opened me up to growth, right? To say, this not me, this, this not who I am, this not what I called you to do. This is not, you know, they giving you this, but this is who I really am. And I think that also goes back to your own personal relationship and connection with God. That he will open, I say this all the time, and this is just my theology. It's not Bible. Um, Everybody don't have to believe it. But I believe that there are spaces and windows. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Um, There are spaces and windows of time that God will open you up for growth. But if you are spiritually, developmentally delayed, you miss that window and you have to wait for that window. You have to wait for that window to come again. And this is something that we see just in the regular, regular natural world. There are times and spaces in children's development that different things are developed in them. They don't have object permanence and they don't have reasoning skills and they don't have problem solving skills and they don't have critical thinking skills when they first come out of the womb. These things happen at certain key times, at certain key ages that they are able to develop these things. However, if that child is experiencing some type of developmental deficit or delay, then they miss the window and the opportunity to develop that skill. And now they have to go somewhere else where you have to go and give them tools and teach them at an older age when that window or opportunity opens up again. So what do we have in the church? We have developmentally defective um, people who have not developed and matured because the window or opportunity has closed. Well, we're going to have to pray that. 
they portal of development open up since they want to be talking about demonic portals all the time. Well, I'm going to hope that your portal of development of knowledge uh, and wisdom opens up because living like this, you're actually doing yourself and everybody that follows and listen to your stupidity a disservice. It is a grave disservice to the people to follow dumbness. Why? Because you create a culture of dumb. And that in and out of itself is extremely dangerous. I never forget. I must have said, I said something dumb. And this is, see, and I get this from my parents because when, and whenever, if I said something dumb, they would be like, that was dumb, right? And then I asked, <laughs> they would. And then I had said something dumb, and we went to the Jacob Javits Festival. I never forget little thing. We went to Jacob Javits Center because it was a festival there. All, I forgot what was that festival called. It was the, all the good black people there, anyway. And my mother made me buy a T-shirt that said "Educate to Elevate," right? And she made me buy that T-shirt because I had said something dumb. And she was like, and every single time you say something um, that's not smart, I'm going to need you to really look down and look at this T-shirt because you need to educate in order to elevate. And she just kept saying it and kept saying it and kept saying it. That painting is a little crooked. Anyway, she kept saying it and kept saying it and kept saying it to the point where my dad was like, all right, she gets it. You don't have to keep saying that now. Okay, what what, what are we doing here? Because you're just not going to keep trying to cut her down, right? Oh, that's what it was, circles. Thank you, Donnie. See, because I knew it's a bunch of black people. Anyway, so I say that to say, I'm going to keep saying it because y'all grown and you just shouldn't want to be dumb anymore. Um, so you should want to educate yourself so that you can elevate, come higher than where you at. Because your, where your frequency, and I'm going to say this because I know it pisses y'all off. You vibing real low on that vibrational scale. You're at like a two and I'm going to need you to jump up I don't know what number is like the max number on that vibe scale because I was asking the people that and they hadn't told me yet. So I don't know what the max number is, but whatever that number is, I'm going to need you to hit above that, at least hit above a five on your vibe because you're low vibrational and your energy is just a little off because you're dumb and it just doesn't work. Elevate, vibe higher, okay? Whatever. Get to cloud. What cloud should they be on, Gail? You know, you know what? I, get I, maybe you might need to be at. I don't know what heaven should they be in, Gail? What what heaven? I, I, listen, I'm, I'm not joking. going there with you. <laughs> but what I will say, yeah, I, I ain't going there with you. But what I will say is, how about we do the the work? Let's 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 hire a therapist, not a life coach. Let's hire a therapist. Don't be coming for life coaches. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just, just my thing, guys. Don't crucify me. My life coaches. Right. I love y'all. Life coaching is not therapy, and you're not a real therapist. I say, you know what? The muscle is off in the key. I say what everybody else is thinking to say, and they just don't want to say it. You are not a therapist as a life coach. Want to know who you are? You're a great motivational speaker that can motivate someone to move forward and whatever. But when it comes down to true therapy, that ain't true. Okay, go ahead, Gil. <laughs> what, what I will say is go ahead on and do your work. Do the work. And I, I've, I, I feel as like that if you do your work, it'll allow you to get to that place where you can start to open up and grow. Because what therapy does is challenge you to think outside of the box. To It challenges you 
to challenge your belief system and why you have that belief and how is it serving you. It challenges you to look at yourself and say, where in my thinking have I, do I have distorted views? Where in my thinking have, do I have a negative voice that keeps on talking to me? And so when we're able to start debunking those things, then we're able to go to the place where we can now hear other people's opinion and take what we need from it and leave what we don't, right? And you're able to hear other people's opinions and other people's thought processes and other people's whatever it is and not judge and say, hmm, let me think about that. I never considered that. It will open you up to be open to other people. So I think, me personally, this is just my personal theology. Yes, do I go to school for psychology? I did, I got my degree in it. I believe wholeheartedly that therapy is the key to unlocking and opening you up to growth. That, that, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bishop. Is he back? I'm here. Hey, oh. Oh, come on here. <laughs> come I, on, we're looking for your comment. I, listen, this has been great. I'm enjoying the flow. <laughs> I, I, I'm not one of those people that needs to talk all the time. I was just wondering if you had something else to add in there. Go ahead, Bishop, if you do. Nope. I'm a lady flow. Keep going. You know what? But so I said all that to say, which is what I said. I I honestly just I, I just wish there's just a part of me that just wishes that we would just we would just stop. Stop with the monotonous nonsense, right? Stop with 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 everything that truly is a lack of understanding and a, and a true just lack of information and just a lack of pure knowledge. There's too much um, information out here in this world for us to be ignorant, to be honest. Like there's just, it's just way too, it's just way too much. We are in a time right now where we can, we literally can have information overload. And I just feel like y'all just want to be like, well, this is what mom and them said. So therefore I'm just going to go along with what mom and them said, because this is what, this is what I feel works for me. And at the end of the day, I mean, just F your feelings. That's how I feel. You know, your feelings don't mean nothing in the whole scheme of, uh, in the whole scheme of things when it comes down to what's right. And especially when you sitting up here and you trying to lead a whole group of people and you know, and I'm going to say this too, because some of y'all are bitter about your little relationships and stuff like that. They fail and everything. And when you attempt to lead people and you're bitter like really and truly bitter like there is a definite difference between a person that is just hurt and a person that is purely just bitter and then everything that you pull out and around is surrounding your bitterness and then you get all these all these women and it's just so sad you get all these women on the bandwagon of your straight up bitterness and it's like y'all got a man hating bitterness club you know what I'm saying all in the name of Jesus because you don't pulled out a scripture out of a hat okay to suit your bitterness stop that 
Gail is right. A lot of y'all really and truly do need to go to some some form of counseling and really and truly seek help. One of the things I never forget when I was going through everything and it was so fresh, right? And people just thought I was spitting venom. But the truth of the matter was I wasn't bitter and I wasn't spitting venom. I was literally just saying facts. I was saying what was real. This is what it was, you know? And a lot of the times... Because because everybody knew what had happened, they could not understand that I wasn't bitter about what happened because I was actually happy that it did happen. Right. It was it was a, it honestly was a happy moment. It was a sad but happy moment all at the same time. But when a person is trying to be real about it, it gets twisted up into being bitter. There's a sound that bitterness actually does have. And it's riddled in honestly anger. The mm -hmm. root of that is anger. Right. And at the end of the day, there's a diff. I can tell the difference between a person that is hurt and they're sharing their hurt with you and a person that is straight up bitter and they're sharing their anger with you. That anger literally groups all people into one category. That's just anger. Right. And we have to just stop. We have to literally stop that. You know, we cannot act like we are the leader of people and or the only way in which you know how to lead is out of your emotions and your feelings. That ain't how we supposed to do this right here. What, Gail? Because I would <laughs> throw that hand so, over. So let, let's understand what emotions is, right? Emotions are neither good nor bad. They just are. A lot of people like to say they're energy in motion. It, it just is what it is. You have a feeling. Usually emotions is a warning, can be a warning sign to you that something with inside of you is either off or you're missing something or something is not right. Let's just put emotions where they need to be. Now, I'm not saying, you know, use your emotions to go off on people. Just acknowledge that you have the emotion and let's try to sort through them. My other issue is this. Can I get some stuff off my chest? Let me get it off. Shoot. That's what we're here for. Get it off. Go ahead. Take the muzzle my, off. So my other issue is, especially for my good Christian safe folk, um, can you not just look for a Christian past for a Christian therapist? You know I'm just look say for that, Gail, right? But go ahead. <laughs> let's, let's just get the best let's therapist. just let's just get the best therapist. Because just because they got Christian, that they say they're a Christian therapist, don't mean that they're using the best tools and techniques that are applied to you. Thank you. Thank you. Because let, let's be real. Mm, here we go. Therapists have biases too. Also, don't mm. get you a therapist that don't have a therapist. Because this therapist is holding space for you to tell your story and be able to get all your stuff off your chest. They definitely need a place to go to to digest because you're not their only client. They may have 30 to 40 people that they're listening to their sad songs or their happy songs, whatever songs, but they need a place in a space to go process that so they don't start dumping in your session because your session is for you. So get you a therapist with a therapist. Yeah, it's imperative. If your therapist is not in therapy, how are they benefiting you in your therapy? 
I don't know. I don't go to therapy. And 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 they have biases and they have things you may trigger something in them. They need to work through those things. Listen, I go to therapy three times a week. And I'm very happy with going to therapy. And my therapist is not a Christian therapist. She's a black queer therapist. And I love every single moment of my therapy sessions with her. Also, can we not keep on repeating and regurgitating this phrase, hurt people hurt people? Can we not? That is not a true or accurate statement. It is not. Any, anybody can hurt anybody, heal or unheal. That is not the measure of how people hurt people. Let's stop saying that. Because he, hurt people can get healed. Mm-hmm. Y'all around here spewing this stuff out like it's Bible. Like it, it, it is a thing and it is not a thing. How about you go and you heal so you know how not to offend somebody by using that phrase. Can we stop having toxic positivity? That every time I- Positivity. Yeah, it's a thing. Mm. Most definitely it is. You know, these are some things that we need to unlearn if we're talking about that we are part of the church. Um, because this does not breed community or kingdom building if that's what we want to talk about. Mm. It says in Galatians 5.22, which is one of my favorite scriptures, it says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law and when we do these things that I'm talking about you don't exhibit the fruit of the spirit I'm done I think if we um, just really take the time out to hear what it is that we need within ourselves, your, your, your emotions are there to show you what your deepest thoughts are. If you, if you look at your emotion, your emotion will speak to you what is your deepest thought, what's really going on inside of me. And then when you begin to investigate what's really going on in you, whether through a therapist, whether through meditation, however you do it, as long as you investigate what's going on, and I do agree, therapy is, is definitely most, that's, that's what I would push more than anything, but when you begin to investigate what's going on within you, and then get answers to what is going on within you, you can then change what's happening by you changing the behaviors and those narratives that were 
in you that no longer serve you. And as you do that, the world outside of you begins to change because you've made the change. The world outside of you has to adjust to the changes that you have made. But if we keep on holding ourselves in places of resentment and places of anger and places mm-hmm. of, uh, of lashing out, which all of them are forms of fear, different forms of fear. Until we really confront our fears, until we really confront what's going on within us and do that inner work, we will always be a slave to outbursts. We'll always be a slave to uh, not accepting new information from others. We'll always be a slave to destructive habits, Mm -hmm. which in turn we pass on to someone who is watching that we have influence over, whether it be our children, little brothers, cousins. If, If we do our work, work on you, work on what's going on within you. We so busy looking at Travis, but we don't look at ourselves. We so busy looking at Sierra's prayer, and we don't look at why we aren't drawing that person to us because maybe there's something going on in you that you have not addressed something going on in you that you have not taken the time to investigate and say if i if i if i heal in this area then this opens the door for this to happen for me that learn how to use every form every modality of healing that's that's available to you Learn how to use them, and one of my and, and one of my biggest biggest beefs, and I'm with you, Gail, is when, and I know a lot of people feel like I'm just anti. They like how are you a pastor, you just anti Christian everything. That's how they feel like, about I'm me. Pa- I'm like I'm a pastor, but I realize that a lot of the stuff that we do is wrong. It's just wrong. I don't want I don't want a Christian therapist. I don't want to go to a Christian theological school. I don't want to go and, and because automatically I set myself in an environment of bias. Yep. Automatically. And screwed, inf- and screwed information. Exactly. And oh, it, my father used to say to my mother, because my mother was a yeller. My mother was a screamer. What are you doing? Sit your behind down. My, fa- my father, he said, when you're only, he said, when you're only, um, when your only tool is a hammer, the whole world looks like a nail. Mm-hmm. Say, yo, you don't always have to scream. You don't always have to yell. Just relax. And I think that's what it is with the church. The only thing we got in our toolbox is a hammer. 
and the whole world looks like a nail. So we just constantly trying to bash people over the head with this hammer called the Bible. It like, bruh, just just be easy. Be easy. Relax yourself. Realize that the scripture, a lot of this, and I know Christians don't like to hear this, but a lot of the scripture is obsolete for our time. No, it's not. We have to we have to really begin to see certain things that if you was to do from scripture today, you going to jail. Straight jail. I don't care how much you hikamo say, Shonda Bahaya, Yadaba, Zuda Bahaya. At the end of the day, tie my bow tie, retie my bow tie. 13 years. <laughs> 15, 20 years. It's like, take time to realize what works today. We act like God stopped speaking after Revelations was written. He speaks today. He speaks today. And I'm like, but y'all sit up in church about how to reach the masses in the very birth. For an answer, Jesus gave a key. If I be lifted up, I'll draw a minute. And I'm like, stand him. <laughs> if we, Straighten if we really, <laughs> if we really believe the song, though, the words of the song is letting you know. For the world is hungry for the living bread. Lift him up for the world to see. That means now. Why would I believe the world you live in? Drunk men. <laughs> the world you live in. I mean, uh, if people knew that, people not ready for that. Wait, they don't. They don't understand that, that a lot of people in, who wrote scripture were drunk at times. Who or 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 at least the ones who translated. That's why there were so many mistranslations and mistransliterations. Because they were drunk, they were high, they were tired from all those nights of being up, writing and translating. Like, they let's, definitely let's, had let's, those good opioids. Uh, you are, and they don't, they don't know that. They don't understand that. And then they will sit by and tell you that if you don't follow all these rules in this 66 books, guess what's going to happen? You're going to burn forever. First of all, what in the world, first of all, uh, when does a spirit burn? Second of all, nothing burns forever. Third, I'm like, just you, just take a little time to use the brain. Just use the brain. Third, third of all, if you're saying that God is going to burn me in eternal fire, then you're saying that God is a torturer and a tormentor. So you're actually saying that the devil you've been speaking about is really God. Like, take some time out to hear the myth of God that you're speaking. You're speaking mythology. And you're speaking Greek mythology. Learn, learn, learn to differentiate Greek mythology from the universal God. But you can't, you can't differentiate those two because you don't know the universal God. You do not know the God that is love, that flows through love, whose face is love. You don't know that God. I can tell the God you know by how you treat other people. That's what I, there you I go. can tell who you serve 
by how you look and treat and how you talk about other people. That's Bible. Send the word. Go ahead, and, D. We 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 ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Go on. You 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 chimed in, Bishop. Come on in, Bishop. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, 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 Bishop. I'm tagging you in. Praise God. I mean, everything you said was just on point, bro. I mean, there's really not much to add. Everything you said is so true. We know you by the way you treat people. By this shall all men know that you are his disciples, by the love that you show one to another. If you ain't got no love, I question your Christianity, for lack of a better term. I question your relationship with God. And we got so many Christians that have no love, but yet they got all this Holy Ghost. You got a ghost, all right. It's those demons and goblins that you've been conjuring up and opening portals to in your own home. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you know, there are so many different things. And everything you said was just so on point. As, as you were talking about it, I was just thinking about it. And I was thanking God for... Brooklyn College and the core curriculum, because in my undergraduate studies, as much as I hated it when I got it, I recognized how important it was. In the core curriculum, they made us take a course called Classics, and we had to study Greek mythology. We had to mm -hmm. study all of the, and it, and it was, on, and the funny thing was, it was on my curriculum with my religion courses. Mm-hmm. All this stuff went together and it made me think, wait a minute. This, it actually made me a better believer because it caused me to understand how much this stuff really correlates. And whether mm -hmm. you're a Christian or whether you're a Buddhist, whether you're a imam, whether you're a, a, a Jewish rabbi, whether you are a minister in the nation of Islam, the bottom line of all of it is because there is truth in all of it. Oh, I'm going to get killed for that. I'm sorry. I'm a bishop in the, bishop in the Lord's church who just said that. I'm going to get killed. Tell the truth, Doc. There, there's truth in all of it. No matter what you are or what you believe in, the greatest principle of true godliness is you exhibiting love. Hmm. That, that, all of it is based in love. And if you don't have that, you ain't nothing. Sounding brass. Tinkling cymbal. And tinkling cymbal. Yep. Just a bunch of noise. And that's what the church has become today. A bunch of noise. A bunch of noise. That, that's causing confusion to the church. Yeah. Because people don't know what to believe anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's just the bottom line of it, you know. And it's like you can you 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 can tell people um, you can expose truth, but at the end of the day, people are confused. And I think that that's where we come into place. Even you know, what I'm saying, you know, y'all actively in a church like that. I, I I go, but I'm not like that. But this is where those of you who are extremely active, you know, this is where you play a major role in beginning to shift the trajectory and the dynamic of the people's lives by what? Teaching them truth back by facts. That's it. 
and stop running along this bandwagon of your personal opinion and making it Bible when it's just not, you know. That's why platforms like this are so important because it was all heresy until enough people believe. Believe. That's Mm -hmm. exactly. I said it earlier. We we gotta we have and and the biggest thing for me is stop stop and understand stop worshiping the Bible stop worshiping worship and and start worshiping God the God of the Bible the God that people supposedly worship and at and at its core being that He really is God. It really is God. She really is God. Uh Uh-oh. It doesn't need worship. Worship is our way of connecting. Worship ain't for him. Worship is for us. People don't understand that. Whether you worship him or not, he gets the glory. And he still is. And... And the interesting thing, and it was funny because I just taught this in my Bible study this past week. You you glorify God when you evolve. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you glorify God by the way you treat other people. When you be, exactly. We want to talk about, oh, I want to see the glory of God. Love people. Yep. Love them. Oh, That's we, it. We we want to see the glory of God grow in your purpose. Let it's me say this. And talents. Yep. I was at the grocery store the other day, right? I was buying water and stuff, right? And I didn't have any cash with me. So when I walked out, the lady was like, sister, can you help me? I just need some cash. And I was like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash. She said she saw the bottle of water because I had bought like three cases of water. So she saw it about a water and she says, well, can I get a bottle of water? Who the hell am I to deny somebody a bottle of water? A bottle of water. Because she's thirsty. Right. And, and when I thought about it after the fact, because I, you know, I'd be taking my time to process because I opened, I did open the case of water and give her water. Right. Because who am I to deny you um, mm-hmm. to quench your a thirst? Base. A basic human need, a basic human right. need. Water. And I find that what begins to happen um, in today in the church world, when people come, they're thirsty. This is what they're coming for. They're coming for the living water. They're coming for something in order to do what? Quench their thirst for what? This life, this walk, love, right? And what happens is when we box these people in, to a specific belief pattern that is not true, we're actually quenching. We're actually, and I don't mean quenching like we're, we're, we're solving, but we literally are like, they're thirsty and we're saying, but I'm only giving you this. Because yeah. I'm yeah. not giving you this. And I'm not going to yeah. give you that. And I'm not going to. So what are we doing? We're actually leaving them dehydrated. And that's what we have out here right now. We have a bunch of dehydrated believers people that are not they are not tasting the living water they are not tasting what the woman received at the well he said i will give you 
something to where you will never thirst again. Thirst and what? Again. And this is what is happening, right? Because now you have like Gail to go back to what you had something that you had said earlier with regards to um, being on milk and then move graduating to meat and then feeling like you're back on milk because people are not evolving. So now you're back thirsty again. And then you wonder why there's a revolving door because people are stay they're, they're thirsty again because we're not we're not growing with the people and it's like oh well you know then you then you get the well Sundays ain't for you you should you need to be at Bible um, Bible study and you should be at Sunday school because that's for you that that's where you're gonna get all of the knowledge from Sundays ain't for you Sundays is is you know to bring forth encouragement and to do X Y and Z and it's like well what well. Well, your Bible study ain't that great. <laughs> not, Say okay. that again. Not really your Bible that. study ain't that great. Yeah. And your Sunday school message is from a book from 1945. So guess what? That's stale too. So you're telling me I need to come to Bible study to be to to, to get my thirst served. And I can't get it there. Now I need to go to Sunday school to get my thirst served. And I can't get it there. So I need a bottle of water here and I'm trying to get it. And then I need my bottle of water there and I'm trying to get it. And now I come on a Sunday and I got to sit here for three hours and still be thirsty? Y'all niggas is bugging. Thirsty. You yeah, can't I, even I'm... give me what a bit. Y'all tell yeah. me this is my, ba- this is the basic that I need. To live this in on this earth before dying, and I gotta die thirsty. <laughs> no, I'm gonna die of thirst. <laughs> and I'm gonna die of thirst. I am a dehydrated Christian. That yeah. it should be oxymoronic because if yeah, he is you, the living water, why aren't you providing it? I don't know. But but listen, I, w- I want you to hear how we do. Listen to the songs we sing. I'm thirsting for you. I'm desperate for you. Uh, and if 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 you don't sing a better song, you're always going to have a bitter experience. Experience. Well, you know, well, I'm chasing after you. I blame you, musicians. I'm joking. No, you you shouldn't. <laughs> not this one. <laughs> you will not this one. Listen, I I I I come I have come to. You know where all the musicians are in the church? You want to know where they at? As the deer pants for the water brook. That's the one I was thinking about. (laughs) And I love that song. I love that. That is one of my favorites. But I listen and I'm like, at what point do we ever say, you know what? I I guess Milton Brunson came along and he said it. My storage is empty now. I'm available. You know? But that's that was even that's even wrong. That's just wrong. It, it's wrong on one level, but it's right on one level. My thing is, when do we grow past the thirst? It is wrong. When, no, when do we grow past the thirst? And I understand my storage is empty because I've given out everything in me. Now refill me. There, there's one. According to pa- according to Pagani, Christians should never be empty. That what he Pagani, said. Pagani, Pagani. Pagani Don't do it. Up. Don't do it. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm just like this, yo. I saw my when, brother's when, face about to go left. When when we when we keep listening to people who just don't make sense, 
you end up joining their circus and yeah. being one of the clowns. Well, you should have saw all the circus clowns, okay? And, and they was on and that I, good post. And I'm I not saying that he's a, stupid. I'm not saying he's a clown, but I I damn sure am saying he's wrong. Well, uh, all right. And my thing is, we 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 always exalting these people with information that don't make no type of sense. Pseudo and then and then they'll quote the scripture mm -hmm. for his way is not our way, and then I'm like, shut up. So you gonna tell me you gonna get up there and tell me a bunch of bullshit stuff? Tell me a bunch of stuff bullshit. that ain't right, and then tell me that hey, you're not gonna understand it because his way is not your way. Man, and that is the it, biggest stupid cop out. Cop out. But like, right? Here's the thing, because that scripture was written because the prophet was questioning. Why God was doing what He was doing the way it was Bruh. at that time. So he was simply saying right. to him that I gave you a commission to do something. I understand you got questions, but trust me, because my way—I know you think I should do it this way, but I know right. what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's what that was. It wasn't about him not wanting us to know, because the Bible tells us that one of the things that God enjoyed with Adam was relationship. Mm -hmm. Which means what? When you're in relationship, don't you share knowledge? Right. There was co consistent and constant sharing. He wasn't. Didn't. Didn't. Didn't the Lord enjoy going to the garden? Listen. Listen. He I did. mean, that's what it said. I'm convinced. Y'all don't read y'all Bibles. Y'all let these people tell y'all anything. It's given to you to know the mysteries. It's given to you. Great is the mystery of godliness. I, yo, I asked I asked this bishop this question. I said, "What is the mystery of godliness?" We will never know. I said, "Bishop, it's right here. It's the greatest it's mystery of godliness." Then it tells there. you what the mystery of godliness is. After he what are you talking it, he about? <laughs> what do you? What do you? What? I was sitting there like, and you're a bishop. Yo, it's the funniest thing you hear this stuff. So wait, he never answered you? He, he said it's not for us to know. He couldn't. But then you and told that's him? Why, that's why I said, but Bishop, it's right here in the scripture where it's, 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 it's the very, it's not even the next sentence. Right. It's the same it's sentence. sentence. It's, the, it's after the comma. <laughs> Yo, that's like failing an open book test. <laughs> Like, come on! I, how you fail an open book test? And you know, at the time when I said this, I was going on. You know, everybody didn't know I was a pastor at the time, and a lot of people still don't know. But more people know now. And so he didn't know who I was. He didn't know that I knew the scripture and stuff. And I'm like, but it says it right here. So how you tell? So the answer you gave me was absolute bull crap. Where Absolute when he could crap. when he could have said this, I I don't know. Let me you get back to you, um, which is one of the most powerful statements from a bishop. I mean, uh, oh please don't get me started. Anyway, what happened? 
<laughs> I mean, you may not you may not want to accept that, Yo. but that's an honest answer, right? I'll take that. I'll take it over I, something I, 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 that's I, made up. Yeah. I'll take an honest answer. Yeah, listen, take many, an honest many, answer. Many, many, there, there were a few times my brother, my brother, my oldest brother was the bishop. He was the general secretary of pilgrim assemblies when he was alive. And I remember maybe two or three times someone asked him a question and he literally said, I don't know. He said, what I'm going to do, I want to do my research and I'll see you next week. Boom. Next week, get there. They didn't have to look for him. He, he came hey, with I got the answer for you. Yeah. I don't, I'm just I saying for that. the question that Jamal posed. Oh, yeah. I just don't know if that's acceptable. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you something key here. Because that, 90%. I mean, I mean, and was it a Baptist? What was it? Because in the Baptist 90%. church, you study all of them great articles of faith. Because that's what no. it's, that's what it's talking about. Ninety percent of I know I studied them. Bishops, archbishops. How are we justified? You gonna know what you believe? I was like, oh, okay. I never heard of these. We didn't do this in the Catholic Church. No problem. No. Yeah, I'm telling you, they will not know. And, and, mm -hmm. and I, you know what? And for me. When you were dealing with the priests in the Catholic Church, when you were dealing with the priests and the fathers, they knew that thing. Well, I was the woman. I didn't deal with none of them. Mm -mm. Huh? I was the woman. Really? I didn't deal with none. No, I asked some people. I was a kid going to church. Uh -uh. But they, no. Women, no. Yeah, they, it's a different world. It's a different world than no. the Catholic. In the, in the Roman, let me put it this Roman. Orthodox is, is very different. Orthodox Catholicism is very different. Rome, I was Roman Catholic. That's what I grew up at. That's why I be calling y'all Roman soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to go. I, I went to Catholic school for a lot of time. For a whole bunch of my, I got in trouble. I got in the fights. I got in the office. I got beaten. I, <laughs> I got it all. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah. I'm happy. I only had to go to the. I only had to go to. Um, I only went to the to the Catholic school for one thing and one thing only, and that was because I was. We was getting ready to marry Jesus, and I was so excited about my marriage to Jesus. White communion dress, right? And I had my veil too. Okay, my God, that's right. Y'all keep talking about me if you want to. I'm married to Jesus. Okay, Jesus in His harem. He, he got a whole bunch of us too, okay? We married him, okay? With my uh, wife. I mean, my, listen, and my grandmother still got one of our veils in her house right now. It's a little off-whitish, but it's still there, okay? I was about to make I was about to make a joke, but I have to hold back. I don't want to say this joke on air. I'll say it when we get off air. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We about to wrap this up right now. We over it. We got to hear this good joke because y'all can't hear it. Listen. Right. It goes down in the green room. It definitely you does. Understand? It you definitely understand? does. Listen. Well, y'all know I don't really care either way, but uh, you know, it does go down. You know what? This was a great conversation, y'all, because we are gonna hit back this green room. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's re it really was a great conversation because at yeah. first I really thought that I was gonna spit venom 
because that's how y'all had me feeling. But I think I wrote all my venom, so I needed to be able to articulate why the venom was there. Um, mm -hmm. And then you have to bring in all the great people um, and, and not to support what I say, because I don't necessarily care when anybody disagrees or agrees, but I think that it's, it's important for us to um, understand like-mindedness and to understand that it's okay to think differently. Right. You know, I, I truly do believe, I believe that it is definitely okay for us to think differently. I think that it is okay for us to evolve in our thinking. And I think that it is time that we truly do begin to evolve evolve we have to evolve it is 2021 and it is time for evolution y'all need to evolve and with that we are going to say good night until when until next week y'all the muzzle is officially off good night good night everybody <laughs>